This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahi walhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. We always commence in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most gracious, the most merciful, the most forgiving, the most loving. We commence praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sending blessings and salutations upon all those who were sent to us to remove us from the darkness, to show us the path of the light, the straight path. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his household, his companions, May Allah bless them and bless every one of us and our offspring to come right up to the end. My brothers, my sisters, the plan of Allah is that people will come onto this earth and people will leave this earth. When people come onto this earth, everyone around them is very, very excited. May Allah bless those who don't have children with children. And may Allah make the children of those who do have children the coolness of their eyes. So when we come onto this earth, there is a lot of excitement. Those around us, they are always happy. People distribute sweets. People have a meal. A few days down the line, there is something known as an aqiqah. I'm sure we're all acquainted with it. Where... An animal is sacrificed and people are called to a feast because you're excited you have a child. But guess what? Many people don't realize that every one of us, while the rest were excited, we were crying the day we were born. How many of you know of a single baby who came out and was okay? Hello, Dad. (laughs) Or Muslim child. Salaamu Alaikum. It didn't happen. Every single one of us came in and we were... Am I right? May Allah grant us goodness. Why do you cry? Do you know? The hadith explains it. It's the poking of the devil that made you cry. To say, wow, you're on our turf. You're going to be tested until the day you die. Here we are. It's a war between you and I. Let's see who is closer to Allah. That's why Allah tells you and I, وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created mankind or jinn kind, except so that they worship me. They will be tested. أَحَسِبَ النَّاسِ أَن يُتْرَكُوا Do the people think that it's sufficient for them to say we are believers and then they won't be tested in order to distinguish who from amongst them is truthful and who are blatant liars. So Allah says, we will test every one of you. Surah Al-Baqarah Allah uses emphasis in the Arabic language saying, we are definitely, indeed, without a doubt, going to test every single one of you. 
That's the reason why your life never ever, ever goes according to the way you want it. It always goes according to the way Allah wants it. That's proof that you are on earth to be tested. Do not be fooled, my beloved brothers, my sisters. Don't think you are here just for merrymaking and enjoyment. Yes, while you will have pockets of joy and enjoyment, your movement is towards your death. This is why when it comes to a birthday in Islam, there is a discussion as to how to look at it. Do we look at it as an extra year that we should start celebrating in a way that we engage in sin on the day? Or do we look at it as a year that has brought me even closer to the moment I'm going to leave? Two ways of looking at it, right? If I ask you, how old are you? You tell me I'm 70. If you knew your date of death, you would say, I've got three years to go. Right or wrong? So people are now going to ask you, well, what are you celebrating? My brothers and sisters, it's not wrong to be happy that Allah has given you age. But it is definitely wrong to seize a day of joy and happiness and convert it to a day of sin and adultery. Fornication. Gambling, drinking, partying, merrymaking, forgetting your prayer. Look at the days of joy that Allah gave us. Today is a Friday. It's called the Eid of the week. We have an extra act of worship known as the khutbah, the lecture, the sermon that doesn't happen every day. Allah says this is a lovely day. Engage in an extra act of worship. Let's show you another day. The best day of the year in terms of joy and enjoyment, the two days of Eid. What did Allah say? This is a day when you should rejoice, when you should be happy. It is prohibited to fast. But guess what? To show your happiness, I want you to come and do an extra act of worship. Every day, there are five prayers. This day, I want you to do a sixth one. What does this show you? When you're happy and you know it, Worship Allah more. Subhanallah. What did you think I was going to say? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. My brothers and sisters in this beautiful Jumu'ah Masjid of Nuclear, I want to tell you, don't forget to prepare for the day you're leaving. Your book is wide open. Write something nice in that book. Brother Shafiq Naidu has passed away. May Allah forgive his shortcomings. Grant him Jannatul Firdaus. I've known him for many years and I want to tell you something. He had in his heart engraved in it nuclear. Allahu Akbar. He was with me in Zimbabwe for quite some time. Brother Salim, Brother Ridwan and the others. And I promise you, every time he saw me, he had one thing he said. Guess what it was? When are you coming to? Nuclear. I told him, Shafiq, do you live here or there? He said, my heart is there. He always told me about the program of the elderly. I'm not so sure what exactly he did here with the elderly. But I want to tell you, he was writing good things in his book. There may have been one or two things not so good, but that's a human being. Allah says that you can delete it. But how much good did you do? My brothers and sisters on the day of judgment, 
There's going to be a scale. The scale, Allah tells us, we're going to put the good on one side and the bad on one side. We want to see that you did more good than bad. A young boy comes to me and says, Sheikh, I need your help. I'm hooked on to pornography. I told him, I said, my brother, my son, my child, do many more good deeds. And like a seesaw, automatically Allah will help you decrease your bad deeds. You have a bad habit. If you want to combat that bad habit, start some good habits and become strong. When you do so much of good, you forget the bad. If you have bad company, you're going to the clubs, you're drinking, you're on drugs and you have some bad habits. I promise you, we need you to quit that because you are the leaders of tomorrow. We need you to quit that even if you're a little bit older because we want you in Jannah. We want you in paradise. We don't want you to have a bad death. When you die, we want people to come up and talk good things about you. This man was concerned about the elderly. He told me, I try to take these elderly people on some excursion now and again. At one stage, he was almost convincing me to take a train to Cape Town. I don't know if he ended up doing that or he used to do it on a regular basis. May Allah accept those efforts. Where are the Shafiq Naidus of nuclear who are going to take over? All of this concern for the elderly. Of late, he wanted to come forth and he says, you know what? We're going to make it. We want to do an Umrah with the old people. Subhanallah. What was his bother about the old people? You know, when you're interested in the young and the pretty and the good looking people can question your intention. But when you're interested in the elderly who can barely walk and talk, there's no chance that your intention can be questioned. Subhanallah. That means you love your community. You love your society. You could be in Australia, but your heart is in nuclear. Subhanallah. So immediately when I heard of his death, Although I couldn't make it on that day, I told the brothers, I said, this Friday, I'd like to be in nuclear if possible. Jama'atul Muslimin, I am here to deliver a message from my heart to you. Please, please, remember, good work must never stop. Where are the young who are going to take over? I was speaking to brother Zain. Kaji, moments ago, I told him, brother, that Umrah trip, that was a dream. We want to make it happen. We want to make it happen. We will try, if not this year, next, if not the next, the following, but it must happen. It's not impossible. We must take the elderly. We must go. We must make sure that something happens. We must be concerned. We cannot just leave the elderly and not be bothered about them. To ask the old people, Uncle, how are you? How's your health? You're looking good. You're looking well. Wallahi, they will break down to tears. Son, my own children don't ask about me, man. You follow what I'm saying? People throw their parents away, aside. They're not worried about it. Even if you have differences with your parents, please be kind to them. Please respect them at least. Even if your parents are ridiculous people, even if they themselves have bad habits, Allah tells you, be kind, be respectful. When your father or mother tells you as an older person to do something wrong, the Quran says, don't do the wrong thing, but still live with them with utmost respect and with utmost kindness. How's that? Which is the worst sin you could commit? It's called shirk. 
Shirk meaning associating partners with Allah. Listen to what the Quran says about parents. If your parents are trying hard to make you commit the biggest sin known as shirk, don't commit the sin, but live with them with goodness on earth in such a polite, kind, respectful way, although you did not obey the wrong instruction. Your parents are not angels, they're not prophets. They would be from among those who sometimes say things wrong, do things wrong. They might sometimes have a wrong notion. They might have their own weaknesses. Yes, just be respectful. Pray for them. Allah designed your life. Part of the designation was He chose your parents. You didn't. That's part of your test. You enter a classroom, grade 4. Your teacher is Mrs. Smith. Subhanallah. With all due respect to those Mrs. Smiths who might be here today. <laughs> what can you do? That's your teacher. It's part of the plan. You got to go in there and start learning. You went into the classroom. Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us. My brothers and sisters... What have you done to write goodness in your book? When a person passes away, we are taught, speak good about the man. Because as for the bad, it's between him and his maker. His maker is the most merciful, the most forgiving, the most loving, the most kind, the most compassionate. La ilaha illallah. Human beings won't forgive you. Allah says, my worshipper, come here, I love you. Didn't you try? You tried. Go to Jannah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Brothers and sisters, Islam is based on mercy and the mercy of the maker. My personal savior is the one who made me. He will save me. When I go down onto the ground and I put my head, I say, Oh, you who made me, you are the highest. When I return to you, have mercy on me. That's Islam. We worship Allah. Have hope. Allah knows you're a human. Allah wants you to keep trying. Don't sin out of defiance of Allah. Keep going back to Allah. No matter how much wrong you've done in your life, go back to Allah. You know why? Your book is about to close. If your life was one day, you are already at 5 p.m., my brothers and sisters. Did you hear what that means? If your life was one day, trust me, you are already at 5 p.m. The kids out here are still at 10 o'clock, mashallah, in the morning. They're still at school, right? Trust me, the bulk of us, it's already afternoon. We've clocked it. You hit 40, you're already downwards. Not only not 40, actually 30, 35, you, half your life is gone. Subhanallah. Allah has blessed you. Have hope in the mercy of Allah. So, the point being raised is we have a book. We need to fill it. Fill it with something good. Fill it with prayer. Fill it with lots of of istighfar. Tuba liman wujida fi sahifatihi istighfaran kathira. Good news of a special place in paradise for those in whose books there is a lot of repentance. Wow. Did you hear that? You have a book. There's bad news in it, right? A lot of bad news in it. By the way, today is supposed to be Palestine's Day, right? Sorry, Valentine's Day. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, I promise you, on a day of this nature, 
while we are meant to be worshipping the Almighty, there are others who are filling their books with things that are not supposed to be there. So embarrassing. And Allah speaks about the book. And Allah says, do you know what? On the day of judgment, we're going to tell you, Iqara kitabak. Read your own book. Here it is. Your own book. You wrote it. Take it. Check it. Read it. You cannot deny a thing in there. كَفَى بِنَفْسِكَ الْيَوْمَ عَلَيْكَ حَسِيبًا Allah says, you can be a judge against your own self today. Brothers and sisters, I've written some embarrassing things in my own book because I'm a human being. You have all written some embarrassing things in your books because you are human beings. The eraser is known as tawbah, repentance, seek forgiveness, the one who seeks forgiveness from a sin is equivalent to the one who never committed that sin before. The mercy of Allah, if I were to tell you, you would weep. You would weep. Let me say some of it. My brothers, my sisters, Allah says, if you did bad in your life, and one day you realize that you did bad in your life. And then you change your life. And after that day, you only did good. And you did not go bad to that sin. We will take all the sins you did in the past. We won't only wipe them out. We will measure their weight. And the same amount of good deeds we will cause to replace those bad deeds. Mercy of Allah. That's the mercy of Allah. Those who change their lives after repenting to Allah, those are the ones whom Allah says they're bad deeds. We will just make them into good deeds. When you go on the day of Qiyamah, the day of judgment, and you see all these good deeds, and you're wondering, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. How come all this is on my scale of good deeds? Allah will say, did you not repent to me and change your life? Yes, I did. Well, that's the result of it. Allahu Akbar. That's the result of it. My brothers and sisters, do some good. Who knows which deed the Almighty will love of yours? At least do some of them. One woman attained paradise because she was kind to a kitten. Another one, man, attained forgiveness because he was kind to a dog. Imagine if you are kind to an elderly person. That's a point I'm raising intentionally. Kind to a dog, they got Jannah. Kind to a cat, they got paradise. What about kind to another human being? La ilaha illallah. Look at the mercy of Allah. Be kind to one another. Allah says, La yarhamillahu man la yarhamin nas. The Almighty does not have mercy on those who do not have mercy on other human beings to begin with. The hadith did not say other Muslims. The hadith did not say other people of your color, your race, your nationality. No. Other human beings to begin with. Which means it goes beyond that to every other creature of the Almighty. 
So why are we taught to be kind to the creatures of Allah? Because we are just a creature of the same Allah. That's why. I'm trying to impress a Lord who has created with me so many other things. How can I try... How can I impress him by being rude to the others that he has made? Do you follow what I'm saying? Look at the people around you today. Check who they are. Allah made them just like he made you. If you don't acknowledge the man, you don't acknowledge the sister, you don't acknowledge the other people, you don't know Allah. You haven't recognized who's Allah. You can be as dark as charcoal. It means nothing. You are a beloved Creature of Allah. If people don't respect you, it's because they are sick. It's not because there's something wrong with Islam. They haven't recognized who's Allah. Sometimes we only greet those who are rich. And as for the poor, we don't even notice them. Do you know why? You haven't yet noticed your own maker. That's why. You haven't yet noticed Allah. And Allah's in your life. But wait, one day when Allah pulls the carpet from beneath your feet... And then you realize, oops, he may have mercy on you to tap your shoulders to say, you know what? You've got a few days to go. Make peace. That's why the people who are terminally ill and those who are given a time by the doctor that you've got one month and one week, that is such a big blessing of Allah. You may not die, but the fact that you were told you're going to die, doesn't it give you a head start to say, I'm going to die. Right, let me prepare. Wallahi, it is a gift of Allah. Allah is telling you, I'm giving you a chance to prepare. As your health deteriorates more and more, the shaitan will come to you and tell you, stop worshipping Allah. Get angry. Get irritated. You're in pain. You're about to go. If Allah was merciful, He wouldn't take you. My brother, you want to go to paradise. Paradise is on the other side. You know, you can't go to Disneyland without going to the States, please. You ca- There's no Disneyland in Soweto here. You have to first go to the States, then you can go to Disneyland. Similar, if you want to go to paradise, first die. That doesn't mean kill yourself, by the way. Nor does it mean kill someone else. You know, you can't take a gun and say, guys, this man needs to go to paradise. Boom! That doesn't happen. No way. But what it does mean is, Allah tells you, don't worry. I'm actually having mercy on you. If you are ill, there are others who were ill. If you are in the pangs of death, there are others who have had the pangs of death. And Allah says, one of the greatest mercies of His is He doesn't tell you when you are going to go. Because imagine if all of us knew when we were going to go, like a flight, you've got to catch it. Two hours before the flight, we arrive at the airport. Wallahi, if we knew when we were going to die. Two hours before death, we'd say, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Lead your life how you want. And last day, you just make your toba and you move. That's not how it works. My brothers, my sisters, this is a very, very important topic. I want to leave today knowing that we have not one Shafiq Naidu. We have hundreds of them in the community. And he's not the only one who did good. There are so many from amongst you who are quietly doing good. Keep it up. Do you know why? Allah is watching. I'm here to talk about something I knew. A brother, I was close to him. That's true, I was. May Allah give him Jannatul Firdaus and forgive his shortcomings. Isn't it a lovely lesson we learn from the life of this beautiful power pack? 
cornerstone, backbone of a society of this nature. You will only notice his absence when you start seeing things not the way they were. You will miss it. When you miss something from someone good, pray for them. They were there. They led with those charities. They did things that subhanallah will be of benefit for them. What have you done of benefit for you? May Allah bless this community. And all the ummah of Muhammad May Allah grant good guidance to humanity at large. May Allah guide humanity to stop the unnecessary fighting, killing and warfare that's going on across the globe. And my brothers and sisters, I would be wrong if I did not pray for the human beings across the globe who are affected by the coronavirus. I don't care where they're from. I don't care who they are. I don't care whether they're Muslim or not. From the pulpit, I say, Oh Allah, cure them. Oh Allah, help them. Oh Allah, contain that disease and virus. And oh Allah, eradicate it completely. And on top of that, guide with goodness towards you, all of humanity. أقول قولي هذا وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد